Father, we thank you for those that come out today to celebrate who you are with us. And God, we just want to thank you just for this day that you've made, for the ability to rejoice and to be glad in it. We thank you, God, that you are just glorious and wonderful. We thank you that you have just brought us together in order to celebrate all that you are. So, Father, as we get ready to go into your word, we ask that you will just reveal yourself to us and that we will operate and celebrate all that you are we bless you we honor you god for this day for this the day that you have made we ask that this word will fall upon the good soil of our hearts that you will be glorified thereby we thank you and we honor you for it all in your son jesus name we pray amen amen we are getting ready to finish up on our uh series that we had took a break on because of the the Palm Sunday and Resurrection Sunday and all that. So we are going to finish that up as we get ready to go into our next series, which will be not within the next three weeks because we're going to finish up this series and then we're going to the next little little bit that we have but I am excited about what we're getting ready to go into today we're going to go into first Corinthians the first chapter the 10th verse and if you remember we were talking about being one team with one vision one mission and one voice one team one vision one mission and one voice and so where we are now going is to the one vision portion of that series when we started off talking about this series we first talked about we established what one was talked about one being uh, a unity, one being uh, complete, entire within itself. And as we continued on, we got all the way down to just our last one. We talked about one mission, and we talked about the mission uh, is an accomplishment of a task that is given as part of the vision. We had definitions that we went over. We had talked about uh, a team being a number of persons associated together in the work of the activity. We talked about vision being the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. We talked about a mission being, again, a specific task in, with which a person or group is charged. And now today we're going to talk about voice. The definition of voice is simply a particular opinion or attitude that is expressed. Voice is a particular opinion or attitude that is expressed. First Corinthians, the first chapter, starting at that 10th verse, we're going to do the 10th through the 13th verses today. And it says, 
in the English Standard Version, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same judgment. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there is quarreling among you, my brothers. What I mean is that each one of you says, I follow Paul, or I follow Apollos, or I follow Cephas, or I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? And we're talking about having one voice. And again, voice is expression of an opinion or an attitude. So I wanted today to just spend some time on that 10th verse alone and kind of walk through that 10th verse so we can establish the parameters of what Paul was referring to. So 1 Corinthians, the first chapter, the 10th verse, I want to say that to you again, says, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same judgment. And so the first point that I want to pull out of this is Paul was not coming at the Corinthians with a hammer, but he was calling them to come together. So he says, I appeal to you. That word appeal means he says, I want us to come alongside one another because we said, how can two walk together unless they agree? So he says, I want us to come and walk beside one another to be with one another and to discuss this situation of what's going on. This division is trying to come in, trying to mess up our functionality as a church. The next point that he brings out, he says, I appeal to you brothers. Now, the generalization of this is he's talking to the entire church and he's just using uh, the male phraseology as a neuter, which means has no sex in him involved. It, it means brothers and sisters. All of y'all that are part of the church, let's walk together. Let's get beside each other and let us operate in this mindset. And the mindset is the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. The foundation of why we're together. The bottom, the the bottom line is we're doing all this for Christ's sake. And so that should be our focus. That should be what we are going toward, what we are going to, so that we can accomplish what he has commissioned us to accomplish. And so he's saying the reason that we need to walk together, the reason that we need to understand that we're in this together, not only just because it's Jesus is the foundation, he says that all of us will agree. So that we will walk in agreement. There's a scripture that says that the, God operates in agreement. God loves agreement. He blesses us when we operate in agreement. So he says, I want us to walk, walk uh, beside one another. I want us to be uh, brothers. I want us to operate in the foundation, which is Christ. So that we can be in agreement. And if we're in agreement... He says, then that means 
there will not be any separation. Because he says, so that there'll be no, div no divisions among you. Divisions. Now, understand this. He's not saying separation from the world. He's talking about in those that are walking in the foundation, that are living under the umbrella of who Jesus is. There should not be any divisions among you. There should not be any separation. There should not be any schisms. There should not be any uh, fractures in the organization because we're walking in agreement. However, the reason he had to address this is because this was what was happening. He says we should be united. We should be together. We should be operating in the power of unity. And he brings out the fact, he says, I want us to be united, brought together. I want us to be complete. I want us to be whole. I want us to show this united front, this solid front, not only in word, but he says, I want it to be in our conversation, in our mind, and in our judgment. So remember what we said, that voice is the expression of an attitude or an opinion. So he's saying, I want us to operate in a oneness. Remember, one is complete. One is operating in the power of unity. But we're not doing that right now. We have these schisms that are not allowing us to accomplish what we need to accomplish because we're not operating in oneness. We're not operating in unity. We're not operating in what Christ has commissioned us to do. And for that very reason, we have these things going on. I want to take some time to really talk about that last part, because he says, not only united, but he says, how we're united. He says that you will be united in the same mind and the same judgment. So he didn't he's not saying that you're supposed to all think alike, but he's supposed to say that our all perceptions and everything should have a sameness to it. It should have a completeness not a completeness, but it should have a unity to it. You know, there are different dialects in languages. And you can hear somebody from uh, one, one part of, of, of a country say a word, and you go to another part of the country, the same word, but it will have a different sound to it. And that's what Paul's trying to say. He's saying... Can we have the same words? Can we be saying the same words? And it, it can have your little tint on it, but can it be the same? Can it be just like someone else? So whenever someone else goes, for instance, I like to bring this up. If you have a uh, carbonated beverage that you're drinking, some parts of the uh, United States you go to, you'll hear, can I have a Coke? And they'll ask you, what kind of Coke would you like? And you say, I want a Sprite. Now, you go to another part of the country and you say, I want a Coke, then they're going to give you a Coca-Cola. But it's all a carbonated 
beverage. And so we have to understand this, that some folks may say it differently, but the context of what they're saying, the bottom line of what they're saying has the same inference. And that's what Paul's trying to work them to. He's not saying you have to totally change how you say things. He says, but this oneness should be based upon our foundation, and our foundation is Jesus Christ. And that's what he, I believe that the power of everything is established upon, which is Jesus Christ. He had to make the appeal. He had, he had to say, let's come alongside one another. Let us walk together in unity. Come on, guys, let's do this. But the bottom line is, what are we focusing on as we're saying our opinions, as we're saying our uh, attitudes? What is it that we're saying? He says that he wants us to be united in the same mind. And when you hear that, you're, you're talking about the mind, which is the things that you believe. Remember, the mind deals with the intellect, deals with the emotions. And so he's saying we want to make sure that we're having the same mind, the same belief process as we interact with one another and as we interact with others. I actually was having a conversation with a guy. I never forget this. I never had thought about it until he brought it up. We were talking about uh, some things, and I said, you just have to trust God. And he said, what God are you talking about? And I said, it ain't but one God. And he said, well, no. He says, I believe in whatever. I can Now I can't even remember what he believed in at the time. But it, I was just like, you know what? I never thought of that. When I said God, then I just thought we were talking about, and that's how I started learning that we had to come to a point of agreement when we're having discussions. Because then the discussion doesn't have any type of, of, of validity to it because it just becomes an argument instead of an actual discussion because you don't have points of agreement. So the first thing that we want to make sure Paul was saying, he says, we got to have the same mind. We have to have the same belief processes in order to walk in one voice. Because if we believe the same, then it will be easier to, our, us, to articulate to one another the same patterns of thought. The second part that he brought out, he says, not only should we be united in the same belief process or the same mind, but we should also build be uh, united in the same judgment. And when you're talking about judgment, judgment is the outward display of things to be done. So it is our disposition. It is our opinion. It is how we're going to go forward in what is going on in our mind. Remember, voice is our opinion or attitude that is expressed. So how are we expressing this? How are we, you know, you go to some um, churches and their, their, their uh, expression is more conservative, more laid back, more contained. Some you go and, you know, and they're uh, running all over the place and they're just having this great and joyous time. There's nothing wrong with either way, but are we doing it united? Are we doing it together? Is it bringing us together, allowing us to operate 
in unity because it then falls back on what is our belief processes. We believe at our church that we have to, when we're in the presence of God, that we have to be solemn and we have to be dignified. And, and that's fine and all good. It's, that's the way everyone in there worships. But if you get somebody in there that says, I think we should be running around, then that might not be the place for you. You need to find someplace else to go that believes like you do. But pulling it even further back, the bottom line is we have to be founded on what Jesus said. It has to be founded on Jesus, what Jesus said, and not on our opinion, not on how we feel about it. That the Bible, the word of God is our ultimate authority and we walk in that ultimate authority so that we can walk in the power of unity. Isn't that something how when we put our opinion forth, it causes a lot of confusion, but when we Refer to an authority that's outside of us, it causes unity. Because our opinions sometimes are more self-serving than they are serving of others. I didn't say that out loud, so don't worry about it. You didn't hear it. All right. The, so the, the, as we're running through this, I want to uh, bring forth the, where it says that, that God wants us to be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. That's what Paul's saying. This is what God desires so that we can be this fully functioning body that is this example to the world on how we should live our lives. And this perfectly joined together means that there should be a perfect union with one another, that we should be perfectly united and joined together uh, and this is what Paul was saying. He said, we got to get this mature. We got to get this complete. We have to get this without uh, blemish or, 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 or I'm trying to think of this other word and it won't come to my mind. But this, we have to operate in this spirit of perfection. And what he's talking about is when he's talking about us being joined together, he's talking about, for instance, if something somebody had a broken bone and you had to repair that broken bone. That's what he's talking about, repairing it. And if you know about ever had a broken bone, it's talking about uh, the process or you go through a process in order for that bone to mend. It's not an immediate mending. They have to put the cast on it. You got to hold it a certain way for all these many weeks. And, you know, you go through this process, but then once the process is done, the bone is actually stronger at the point of break than it was in any other, than it is in any other spot. So we want to look at this. We want to uh, move towards, we want to operate toward, we want to endeavor to walk in this perfect joined together attitude, to be united in this. And this, and this, uh, United uh, process is not just in our mind, but also in our judgment. So it's not only in how we believe, but it's also in how we express our beliefs through our actions. It's not only, you know, how we run, how we have things running around in our head. It's also in our expression and how we deal with other uh, other people. So as we look at his him telling them. 
I want us to operate in the power of being united, having a united front. One of the things that I've learned from being in the military was the best way for us to defeat an enemy was to get the enemy to divide his assets, getting him to not be able to consolidate himself. And the same thing as we're fighting this battle of faith, we have to consolidate our faith because like we were talking about on, on thir uh, Thursday, I believe it was, we were talking about how it's important for us to come together because not only is coming together good for myself, but I can provide encouragement to others that are joined. There are situations that I have already gone through that has uh, allowed me to have victory in areas that someone else is now going through and I can be an encouragement for them. So when we join ourselves together completely, perfectly joined together, we can become this fully functional body that God desires for us to operate in. And so as we look over this for, I believe we're going to do it for two more weeks, as we're talking about this one voice, I want to remind us, everyone I want it to be in your mind that it is the uh, being in one voice involves us being one in our particular opinion or our attitude that is expressed being one in our particular opinion or attitude expressed in how we think and how we act that it is unified, has a oneness, so when people look, they can say, that is a Jesus person. That is an ambassador of the kingdom of God, and so they operate with that mentality. I want to end today with the amplified version of that 10th, 10th chapter. And it's the 10th verse of that first chapter it says but I urge you believers by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that all of you be in full agreement in what you say and that there be no divisions or factions among you but that you be perfectly perfectly united in your way of thinking and in your judgment about matters of the faith and that is what we endeavor to do. That is what the one voice part of our series is about. What are we thinking? What are we saying? What are we doing? And next week we're going to talk about the heart because out of the abundance of the heart, guess what? Your mouth speaks. So we're going to talk about the heart and how it affects how you speak. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to open up this aspect of your oneness principle, that we will walk with a one voice, that we will walk with the one opinion, that we will walk in the power of having one attitude. Not necessarily the same, but it will be a unified opinion. It will be a unified attitude based upon the principles that your son, Jesus, has expressed to us and that we will now convey it to others and to one another. We thank you, God. We honor you for it all. We thank you again for this day. We thank you for we, the fact that we walk by faith and not by sight and have victory in all aspects because of that 
within itself. And we thank you for it in your son Jesus' name. Amen and amen.